Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. And today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, Arts DuPage, Literacy DuPage, and the Naperville American Legion Post 43. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing Arts DuPage is Deborah Venezia. So nice to have you with us today. Jane, it's great to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we are always interested in how Arts DuPage fits within the DuPage Foundation. So give us a little bit of background on that and how that relationship came to be. Okay. So the DuPage Foundation is the leading source of targeted charitable giving in the region. And so they kind of take residents and organizations bring them together to make a positive impact in the county. Um, and many years ago, I think it was maybe around 2012, someone brought up the idea about the arts and how they are so important to the community. And they did a number of studies and everything. And what they came out with, the arts are economic drivers. The arts really bring so much to, to a community, to the fabric of the community when people are looking to move. What do they look for? They look for, you know, arts and culture. So it kind of became a, a point of interest. Um, after all these studies, the foundation decided we want this to be our next initiative. So that's how it kind of branched out. And um, we are celebrating our fifth, or about to celebrate our fifth anniversary of the launch of arts2page.org, which is our arts calendar that uh, arts and entertainment, if you want to find something going on, that's where you would kind of find it. Okay, so it's kind of like uh, Arts to Page is a little bit like a, a portal. Would that be a way to say it? Kind of that's clearinghouse for what's going on in the county? That's a piece of what we do. So the arts, what we, what we discovered when we were doing these surveys is there's so many arts organizations, but they were all operating as silos. And this one didn't know that one existed. And, and you know, the things that they were facing, funding and marketing, always very, very difficult. A lot of these organizations are run by volunteers on a shoestring budget. And how do they, how do they promote themselves? How do they get out there? So one of the things that Arts DuPage did is, is start this portable portal, the artsdupage.org. Organizations can post their events, their profiles, their call for artists, all that is free on the site. But then we engage community members and invite them to come and take a look. And whatever you're looking for, it's you want a concert, you want to see a play, you want to go to a gallery, you can go to the site. It's very user-friendly and it's, and it's fun. It's populated with, you know, lots of things going on. And you find out like, oh, okay, I live in, for example, I live in Naperville. I know what's going on in Naperville, but I might not know what's going on in, in Lombard or Oakbrook. I might not know what's going on 10 miles from my home. You go to artsdupage.org and you find out, oh, there's this little theater here, and there's another little theater there, and there's a gallery there. So it's kind of an eye-opening experience that there really are a lot of things to do in DuPage County. Okay, so you're really bringing that front and center for, for residents, whether they live in Naperville or Wheaton or Lyle, anywhere along that line. Mm -hmm. But it also something you mentioned, which I thought was interesting, is kind of how it's created this uh, community with the artists and the art organizations. Talk a little bit more about how you're amplifying their efforts. 
So some of the things that we do with the um, arts organizations, we have convenings and workshops where we invite the um, arts leaders and artists to come in and they get to meet each other and they find out that maybe they can share resources and maybe they can work together on projects. And, and so that kind of builds up that community and the camaraderie. And again, finding out what you have in your community is only going to strengthen it. Yeah. Now, Obviously, and I know, Debbie, we've talked about it before, uh, arts organizations, much like everybody else, have really been hit with the pandemic. How has Arts DuPage helped and, and how has it impacted the art groups? So last year when everything kind of pivoted and shut down, we're like, okay, how can we be of service to the arts organization? So we kind of switched gears and we did a lot of communication. We sent out e-blasts almost daily on things that could be really helpful to these organizations. If there was a grant opportunity, um, and, and we had so many thankful people that wrote to us. I would have never applied, would have never known about this grant had it not been for Arts DuPage. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so we were, we were plying them with information that would be helpful for them. And then in December, we actually advocated for the arts. We went to the county and we said the arts organizations are struggling. They really need this money. And we were able to get $300,000 of CARES Act funds um, that went directly to the arts organizations. Wow. I was going to so, say, as you were talking, I was thinking, wow, it sounds like the, the groups have an advocate on their side. And you just kind of shared exactly how they did, right? Yeah. So, And, and actually, Arts DuPage is not a grant source. What? But under the umbrella of the DuPage Foundation, we went to the county. We said, wait, they need money. And the county said, yeah, they do need money. Here, <laughs> so That's so it great. was a really good marriage, and it was, it was, I never felt like Santa before in my life until this experience. I had three hundred thousand, well, not me, but you know, yeah, three hundred thousand dollars worth of money. We went through and and figured out who was going to get the fundings. When I called these arts organizations, people were crying literally, yeah. because this was the saving grace. Sure. They didn't know how they were going to make it through the year, and this saved so many of the organizations. That's really wonderful. You have something that you do each year, uh, mm -hmm. which is the Arts to Page Month. Say mm -hmm. a little bit about this year for us. So Arts to Page Month is a countywide celebration of the arts. And this year, it's it's kind of uneven. Some organizations are, are having events. Some of the theaters are having plays, like Jury Lane is opening, I think, um, this month, I guess. And, and some of the other theaters are opening. I know College of DuPage is offering some live in-person events. So these things are happening around us. And what we kind of want people to do is not only be aware of them, but, you know, maybe try something you've never tried before. Yeah. Get people to um, get in the habit of, of going to arts events because I, I think it's addictive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that, you know, I really, I missed it when it wasn't around. You know, everybody had the, the virtual, you know, experience, which was great. It was a, a great filler, great way to keep connected to those mm -hmm. organizations that you love but now that we're kind of easing out if there's that comfort level there you know I said go for it yeah no and I love that just try something because it's a little bit like food you never know if you will like it right if you've mm -hmm. never tried Indian food how do you know if you like it or you don't like it it's the same with the arts right oh exactly exactly and you know a lot of people and, and it's probably the same with any topic that you discuss people have this you know I don't like it I don't like it I was like well you know try Try you know, or, or go to a restaurant where they're playing jazz music. You don't like art? Well, the jazz music is art. And, and so people have to look at it in a different direction, I 
think some people perceive art as maybe a, a different form, like a higher form of art, um, like ballet or, or opera, which is great if you like it. But there's other things for, there's everything for all the tastes. So Okay. Yeah. And we can find all of that at ArtsDuPage. Exactly. <laughs> ArtsDuPage.org. Love it. Debbie, thank it. you so much for coming by. We always appreciate it. Oh, I love being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you are interested in learning more about ArtsDuPage, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. And joining me now is Bobby Bergstone. She's from Literacy DuPage. Welcome to the show, Bobby. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, delighted and so nice to meet you. Uh, you're new as of December, is yes, that right? Yes, that's correct, yes. Awesome. Yes. Well, we're gonna start out with the need because mm. I'd like you to tell our viewers about the need for literacy uh, training here in DuPage County. Certainly, Literacy DuPage works throughout the county. We serve um, the entire population of the county in the literacy needs. Um, it's remarkable to me that it's estimated that over 100,000 people in this county alone require help with their English language skills, comprehension, reading, writing, and speaking. The population here is about 933,000, so that's about one in nine people that really have wow. substandard English usage. So that's why we're here. Okay, and you offer at Literacy DuPage, you offer tutoring, right? Yes, we do. Okay, so yes. tell us a little bit more about that and yes. what are the requirements to becoming a tutor? Okay, we work, work adult tutors to adult residents as learners. Um, everyone must be 21 or older, both, both sides. Um, uh, must live in DuPage County and must be fully vaccinated as well. So it's the same on both tutor and learner side. Our tutors uh, do not have to have any teaching background or any foreign language experience either. Ours is an immersion program so that um, it's, all, it's all English, no translations. Okay. Uh, so to become a tutor, we, um, we ask that they attend a one-hour orientation, which we call a meet and greet. And then they decide with all that detail, do they want to move on and, and become a tutor? And then they sign up and it's a seven session program runs 15 hours and it's virtual still. Okay. And then uh, after the second session, they're matched with a learner and they get started right away using the materials that they're learning in the sessions and applying directly so they can take that back to their cohort and work through any questions that they may have. And now, so Bobby, tell me a little bit because pre-COVID, this was one-on-one -on -one yes. 
together, right? Right, in uh, person. And, and usually yes. at somebody's home no, or... A, a never moment? at anyone's home. Okay. No, it's always in a public place. Could okay. be a Starbucks, could be uh, a park, could okay. be in someone's front yard. That's okay. It must be outside, uh, not uh, not in someone's home. Okay. Um, people have been very creative with uh, during this COVID time. Commonly, they meet at libraries. Okay. Now, as libraries are reopening, then uh, they're they're learning what the local library is is requiring. Some require the doors to be open for the study rooms for ventilation. Some require, of course, masks. Um, so it all depends on which is most convenient. And that is a, a function of our program that we make this accessible for our learners. Uh, many of them have transportation or childcare or work schedule issues or don't work well in a classroom setting. So that's why the one-on-one -on -one is important and accessible, um, uh, make it easy, and it's all customizable. It's tailored to the needs of the learner. Okay. And we're, we're dealing with life skills, not conjugating verbs. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it, do they want to um, get their driver's license? They need to learn the rules of the road and to be able to read road signs. Or they may be doing well in their job, but because their English language skills are not strong enough, they cannot be promoted. And they realize it, and they're, no, they're stuck. Uh, so we help with that. Or they want to be able to interact with their children's teachers. They need to know the language better. So those are some examples. Um, medical care. Um, yeah. The, so that really does speak to that whole immersion. I mean, it's a yes. very practical skill, right? And, and yes. really uh, trying to learn the language as you need it in your own life. Correct. Right. Okay. So, so the, the pair works together to set the goals that are meaningful to the learner, not just, well, I'd like to make a lesson plan on X, Y, and Z. That's okay. not important. It's, uh, all that's critical is to meet the need of that particular learner. Okay. And back to the, the requirements on the, for the tutor, we do ask for a, a minimum of six-month commitment so that they can really get a good start. Working three weeks, five weeks is not enough to do anything. So yeah. Six months. Um, and then we'll, um, uh, they can move on if they choose, but we do ask for that. Like, yeah. Well, you need that continuity, right? I yes. mean, we know that as, as children, you need that continuity yes. with your teacher. It helps, it builds that trust and that confidence, yes. and you can see the progress and maybe see where some of the hiccups are that mm -hmm. maybe you as a tutor can, can uh, help with, right? That's right. And we do ask if they meet at least one hour a week. And uh, uh, right now, it's, it's still... Zoom yeah. uh, and WhatsApp. Some of our learners don't have computers at home. All they have is a smartphone, and that's abundantly difficult to learn anything right. using a smartphone. So some people are getting back to um, meeting in person. Talk a little bit, Bobby, about what are the kinds of people that, that you know are drawn to doing that? Because that's a really amazing, it's an amazing process that you have in onboarding and training. So who, who's usually drawn to doing that for you? All sorts of folks. Okay. Uh, many, many backgrounds. Uh, some people who have graduated from our program come back to become tutors. Oh, that's great. Once they have really strengthened their language and because they have a full appreciation of how important the program is. Uh, so it's from 21 to 80 years old. Uh, we have all sorts of folks, and uh, surprisingly, not a lot of uh, not a lot of teachers. That which surprised me. I'm a, a former teacher myself, um, and that's what interests me in the literacy of my degrees in education. Uh, so I, I thought we'd see more teachers, but uh, it's, it's anybody and everybody who's interested. It's, it's having a heart to help someone else. Yeah. Many of our learners are immigrants, mm -hmm. and they represent uh, 
39 languages, 51 countries. So they, they come from all around the world. And it's, it's fascinating to learn their, their culture. So, so our tutors are our ambassadors as well to help them understand what's going on, what, what does a XYZ holiday mean okay. to us? Uh, what is, uh, explain more about Fourth of July. What is a Labor Day? What, why do we do what we do? Um, so culture is an important part of what our tutors are doing as well, helping people understand, because our learners come with zillions of questions. What does this mean? Yes. Why are we doing this? Uh, so it's helping them assimilate into the culture. I, I love that. I love the thought of the ambassador, and that certainly may explain why some people are really drawn to that, right? Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. ability to be able to sort of pass on uh, a little bit of, of their culture in the language and uh, what's going on around them, right? Yes, and the pride of being an American. Yeah, yes. absolutely, yes. absolutely. As we wrap up, Bobby, kind of what's, what's on the horizon for you as you look out and we kind of wrap up 2021 here in the mm -hmm. not-too-distant future yes, and into right. 2022? Yes. Yes, well, we're, we're rebuilding the program. Uh, say so many are on hold, and, and we stay in touch with those folks in order to, to keep them in the, the loop, and, and we're getting them back, uh, back on track. But when, once the pandemic disappears, uh, we have a great, great need right now for tutors. Um, we, as a staff, worked quite diligently in the spring. To, we always have a... Um, a mix, there's an ebb and flow of learners and tutors. We always have more of one than the other. <laughs> so we needed more learners and we went out and, and connected with food pantries and police stations and ethnic businesses and libraries and so forth. Uh, and we now have 102 people in our waiting list who are learners, want, prospective learners. We need tutors for those people now. Okay. So right now, <laughs> that's what we're gearing towards is building up our, our tutor base. So we would hope that folks would would go to our website in order to learn more about how to, to get involved and to, to get to that orientation, learn more about the program, and make that commitment to become a tutor and, and help someone, a neighbor, if you will, in, in our county. I like that. I like that. Well, hopefully, and with just a one-hour little intro, you're giving people an opportunity yeah. to check out the program. Right. Really good. To better understand it. Yes. Yeah. Bobby, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And if you would like to find out more about Literacy DuPage and you're considering maybe you would like to become a tutor, please go and visit their website. Don't go away. We're coming right back after a few short messages. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. The Naperville Police Department needs your help to solve crime and bring offenders to justice. When you submit tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers, you help keep our city one of the safest in the nation. Tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers have helped solve hundreds of crimes and recover over $7 million in drugs, property, and cash. Remember, tipsters remain anonymous and receive cash rewards up to $1,000 if their tips lead to an arrest. Call the tip line at 630-420-6006. You may have that one piece of information that solves the crime.
Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm joined now by Nadia Barron. She's from the American Legion, Naperville Post 43. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Very glad to have you here. And I'd love you to tell our viewers a little bit first, Nadia, about the American Legion Post 43, what it is, and who can join the Legion? Well, American Legion Post 43 was founded in 1919. Um, we're here as a veteran organization to serve our veterans coming back from war. And thanks to a bill that was passed about two years ago, any veteran who has served one day in service can join our organization. Okay, so that's a change, right? It is, because it opens up um, membership to hundreds and thousands of people that before were not fitting into the into the era. We used to have eras that you could serve, now it's anybody can join the Legion, that, as, as long as you got, get out honorably. Okay, okay. And I would imagine that's kind of nice because that kind of makes it a little bit more intergenerational probably. It does because before like we had this gen generation gap where it's like Vietnam, Korea, and then now you have us as which Operation is a Storm and Iraqi Freedom, where now it's they're closing the gaps between the Kosovo and everything that happened in between. So we have a nice, like, rounded pool of veterans that we can all learn from. Okay, that's interesting. Um, talk a little bit about a service officer, because I've heard this term used. Help me understand how it fits into the Legion. So our service officer is the one person that, that can get you help for anything. Let's say that you want to sign up for healthcare. We have the service officer that can point you to the right direction. You need a wheelchair. We have a service officer that can point you to the right direction. You need some fixes to your house. Our service officer can point you to the right direction. And he's pretty much, like, our news distributor to between Heinz and us, between the department and us. He tells us what we need to know and how to help our veterans and where we can get that information to them. Okay, so you're really sort of serving as a liaison in, a, in many ways, right? Almost yes. like an advocate. Yes, because it's in, most veterans don't know that we provide these services and they just don't want to go all the way to Heinz Hospital, okay. not knowing that we have Heinz come to us once a month to help them out. The first Tuesday of the month, we have Heinz come, comes over and then they help us out with claims. Um, we even have the flu shots clinics coming over. We do blood donations, and all of that goes to our service officer. Okay, and it's interesting because I've, I've spoken to a lot of people who've served, and I know they're always the last people to ask for help. Yes. So that's that's something that you're really providing, right? With the we are very much trying to get that out there. We're trying to let the public know that hey, if you know someone who's in need, we can help you. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. There is no judgment between us. Okay. Now talk, and you've kind of already said a little bit about this, Nadia, but talk a little bit about what makes your veteran organization so special. Well, for us, we see each other as another brother and sister, like if you were still in the service. Um, but aside of that, we also have a voice in Congress. So we are able to pass legislation with, you know, a, a vote in Congress. But for the most, most important for us is we are here to help each other. Like, if a veteran's having any type of issue, just please come see us. We're just another family. What all of us will understand, and we will help you in any way we could possibly help you. Okay. And are, you're the Naperville. Uh, yes. So, so is there a requirement that you have to be in Naperville, or that just happens to be where, it, where Post you, 43 is? Post 43 is in Naperville, but you could live in Lyle, Warrenville. It doesn't matter really where you live. It's the post that you want to sign up for. We okay. have people that still are in Florida and Georgia that still remain part of our post because we are very involved with the community. Okay, and where are you located? In Chicago West Avenue, but we are one of the fortunate posts that meet with the VFW, so we go to 908 Jackson Avenue. Okay. We're one of the few posts that works together insanely well, because okay. we have dual members and everything. That's nice, and that's a great facility over there by the it Park is. District, right? Oh, yes it is. They're so welcoming and so good to people. 
Yeah. So, Nadia, you have two exciting fundraisers that the uh, Post is doing. So tell us a little bit about each one of those. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, my God, we're so excited about these fundraisers. We have the red shirts, which have, everyone probably has seen around. Uh, they're red, remember, everyone deployed. And we are raising funds for the Gold Star Memorial that's going up on Veterans Park on its breaking ground September 26th. So we're excited for that. And mainly because we want people to remember that, yes, we still have troops deployed. And yeah. we should not forget about them. We hope they all come home safe. Yeah. Um, and the 22 a day shirts, um, if you've noticed, around maybe two years ago, you, you had the 22 push-ups challenge that was going around and everything. So 22 a day kind of became a staple for veteran suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to raise funds for the Wheaton Homeless Family Shelter for Veterans. Um, and what we're doing is we, we believe that raising awareness is going to be the key because you do have veterans who don't want to ask for help. And we want to kind of take the stigma away from that. Like, it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to reach out to us. And we're hoping that by just bringing light and, like, people will stop being ashamed of needing the help. Like, we all needed the help. I needed the help. And I, for the longest time, I never asked for it until now. And um, we're hoping that with this, being able to raise funds and bring more awareness to it, we, we hope that we can help at least save one life. And if we can do that, I think we've done our job. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, and, and you think about the military is just in general is there to protect and, and save life True. Uh, and have seen some pretty horrible things that probably none of us would ever want to see. And trying to then just come back and, and process all of that, it's a lot. It's not easy. Um, I can talk about on the survivor side of the house because my late husband became part of 22 a day. Um, and then you, as a, as a spouse of, of someone that happened, it's hard. Like, you saw the struggles, you see it, and you saw that they don't want to ask for help, and you just want to be able just to help them. And I think for mainly males, it's just the stigma of asking for help. Okay. And we want them to say, hey, we are here to help you. And hopefully the Legion and the VFW, we're here to help you. If you just want to come and talk to us, by all means, just come and talk to us. Like, there's someone at the post who understands you. Yeah. And, you know, that could, if you want to call us in the middle of the night, by all means, please call us in the middle of the night. We'll be there. Like, we're just trying to make it that we're more reachable to everybody. Like, ask for help. We are here for you. Oh, that's great. And I'm sorry for your loss. It's okay. Yeah. Talk a little bit, because, uh, Nadia, you're, you're new, the new commander. I am. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you hope to accomplish in this coming year. Um, I hope to, like, raise more funds for um, community activities. Like, we're trying to raise money for scholarships. Um, we're trying to raise money for the Wheaton Homeless Family for Shelters. We are trying to raise money for Red Shirts. Um, because we do have some great scholarships for students coming up that's $5,000 a piece. Okay. And I'm not and sure. And tell us what that's about. Like, so, so what is the scholarship for? Who's schools. eligible? So for those two scholarships is for the Naperville High School students. Could be Homeschool. It could be Dequa Valley, Naperville Central, Naperville North. And at the end of the year, they submit a package to us. And we select them and we offer them $5,000 payable to the school. Oh, We're also okay. working on another scholarship for um, veterans as well, like be able to help them go to school or another student who may just want to go to a trade school, mm -hmm. make the money available to them. Um, so we're hoping that that takes off and kicks off off the ground. Um, but most of all, we're just hoping to be more community forward. Like we want to know that, that, that we want to let the community know that we're here for them. Yeah. Like we are more than just here for veterans. We are actually here for the community as well. Like 
we're hoping to have some high school students come join us at our dinner so they can speak to some of World War II veterans since we don't have that many left. Oh, is it a, uh, a program today, a veterans program today? And, and I heard something that I thought kind of speaks to what you're saying is that they were being encouraged for veterans to tell their story yes. because that's so important to pass that uh, knowledge and personal insight forward, right? And that when a veteran dies, it's kind of like a library going up in flames. It and, is. and you kind of lose all that information. And yes. so bringing those high school kids in, that's a great way to pass that information forward. We hope so because we do have a couple World War II veterans still kicking. I mean, and they're, um, they're amazing. One of them is going to be 100 this year. So we're hoping to do his birthday with a big bang. Oh, yeah, his, absolutely. <laughs> his name is Don O'Reilly. He's 99 and a half. And if you've ever met him, he is spunky. He's <laughs> at everything. Like you talk about he's at any service, any walkthrough, any memorial, any meeting. Like he is there. Like, and he's willing to talk to anyone who wants to listen to him. That's wonderful. Nadia, thank you so much for coming by. We wish you all the success for this year. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And if you would like more information about the American Legion Naperville Post 43, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jay Mournette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.